In this conference, nobody's counting and the points don't matter. Chaos. This is Locked On Big 12. You are Locked On Big 12, your daily podcast on the Big 12 Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Sunday, everybody. Welcome into Locked On Big 12. I'm Drake Toll from ESPN Central Texas. Thank you for making Locked On Big 12 your first listen every single day. Look, I'm going to take you. I'm going to peel back the curtains and give it to you. Kansas beating Oklahoma, BYU falling apart, Iowa State dominating Baylor down the stretch to Kansas State shutting out Houston, West Virginia, winning by 13 to seven point dogs and Oklahoma State rolling. All of this jazz led to today's emergency episode. I'm going to be honest with you. I went to the World Series last night, a 9-1 to game, the Rangers losing to the Arizona Diamondbacks. I know you probably don't care, but I do. I was going to take the night off. But then a bunch of wild crap happened, I, and I should have expected that from this league, so I ran immediately home and thought, where do I start? Having just watched the World Series game, very fun, by the way, I do, I do recommend it, Decided, you know what, shortened version, but it's still an emergency podcast today to break down what we saw in Lawrence, Kansas. Look, Kansas jumping out 7-0 on Oklahoma, then getting up ahead during a rain delay where things... This was just a funky game in Lawrence. There was this weird weather front sweeping through the Midwest, whereas you had games in Austin and Waco that were like 78 degrees, 99% humidity. I thought, like, if you took a breath deep enough in Austin or Waco this weekend, you could probably drown. That that was the case. And then you look at, like, Ames, Iowa, where Iowa State came from, the high was 36 degrees. That, that That's a factor here when it comes to 20-year-old kids and the playing conditions. And at Kansas, where it's spitting ice and sleet and snow, and then there's a massive rain delay. It's like, oh, well, both teams now feel kind of limited in the passing game. Jason Bean, the winning quarterback, went 15 for 32. 15 for 32. The losing quarterback, who is Dylan Gabriel, arguably the best quarterback in the league, only threw 19 passes. Six of those 19, roughly a third of the 19, came on the final drive trying to win the game. And the Kansas, the, the referees tried at the end. And I, there are some Oklahoma fans out there just, oh, the referees, they won this game, not Kansas. That last possession where the OU receiver just shoves a Kansas DB and then catches a ball that's like five yards underthrown, 100% offensive pass interference, and it's just not called. I think it called defensive pass interference. Now, the officials tried on that final drive. They tried. And and the Kansas Jayhawks still pulled it out. Uh, it, it plays into the parody of this league. Because this is a Kansas team that's not unscathed. They have still lost two games in Big 12 play. 40-14 to 14 against Texas. The same Texas team that lost to Oklahoma. And they lost 39-32 to 32 in Stillwater to an Oklahoma State team that's now going to its 18th consecutive bowl game. That just plays into how wild this league is. And and I want to give a lot of credit, a lot of credit to the Kansas defense. The elements played into this game a little bit. Be sure this was not just completely. um, I I think the announcers alluded to this. Jason Benetti alluded to this. It wasn't 85 and sunny like it was for the the Red River rivalry, right? That that helps your offenses get going. And, And. Kansas really leaned into welcome to the Midwest, Oklahoma. We're going to ground you, pound you. It, it's it's it was Kansas that honestly was so much more physical than the Sooners down the stretch. Who would have thought we'd be saying Kansas more physical than Oklahoma? 
that last that last series, Kansas getting pressure to Dylan Gabriel by only rushing three. No, how? Lance Leipold, he's a lifer, man. I, I really think he's a lie. He's not going to Michigan State. He's not going anywhere else. I think he's going to stay at Kansas and build an empire there for years to come. That's scary. Oklahoma has beaten Kansas every year for a million years. And the last time these two teams play, the eternal scoreboard will have the Jayhawks on top. Let's take you to Austin, Texas, and BYU. BYU drops to five and three, two and three in Big 12 play. Texas improves to seven and one, four and one. In conference play, it is now the number one. They'll be the number one team's the power, number one team in the power rankings for sure. Malik Murphy, not impressed. Not impressed. Were you impressed with his ability to get out of the outside of the pocket and create? No, you weren't. Were you impressed with his arm? I, I would I would hope not. Were you impressed with Jonathan Brooks? Sure. Jaden Blue, sure. There were there were guys out there. AD Mitchell, week in a week out, to me, is just I, I think he's the unsung here because we always talk about Xavier Worthy and what he does. He had a, a, a bad game. Uh, and A.D. Mitchell was the guy who helped clean it up in the receiving core. Texas offense was good. Uh, I, statistically, 16 first downs is not great. 6 for 11 on third down is 354 yards. That'll get it done. Only 170 yards in the passing game. That won't. 184 yards on the ground. That's great. But it was BYU's offense that was terrible. The defense for the Cougars honestly wasn't that bad. You know, Texas scores that touchdown late. Otherwise, it would have been 28-6, to which I think would be more indicative of how this game went. It might as well have been 28-0, to though. The BYU offense, once again, in a day game, reminded me of when they played in Fort Worth a couple weeks ago, non-existent. Keaton Slovis, 25 for 40, 197 yards to two interceptions. A 28.4 QBR. Aiden Robbins, hats off to you, ma'am. Not a good game, but you tried. 17 carries for 56 yards. He's running hard, at least, behind an offensive line that hasn't been able to block for the run, right? BYU running for 95 yards. That, that's a miracle for this team. I think Darius Lasser, can we get him the ball more, please? Can we actually, you know, take that? Can we get the ball to any wide receiver more, please, Keaton Slovis? 40, 40 attempts. I, dude, for as experienced as Keaton Slovis is in college football, he is not moving the needle in day games, in night games. He has not been the 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 straw that breaks the camel's back for the Cougars. I don't know what you do. Five and three, right? You can't press the red button. This team still goes to a bowl game, but thirty-five to six just was non-competitive for BYU offensively. That's bad. Kansas State over Houston, 41-0. Will Howard, good. DJ Giddens, good. Avery Johnson, I love him. Rashawn Ward, yes. Phillip Brooks, 100%. (sighs) This Kansas State team's a machine right now. Zero points allowed to Houston. Zero points allowed. Donovan Smith, 13 for 28 for 88 yards. Kansas State's as dangerous as anybody else in the league as we speak. It's been a dangerous, but the West Virginia Mountaineers getting back at the wind column. 41-28. Am I buying it? Am I buying the hype yet? No, not yet. I am selling on UCF. John Rice Plumley. this is the worst game I've seen him play, uh, maybe in college. And he even had former UCF players tweeting, pick it up, JRP, pick it up. Four touchdowns the kid scored, and I've always been a JRP fan. This was not 
a bright spot for him. Just missing targets. Look lackluster at best. And West Virginia finally went back to what they do best. And that is give the ball to C.J. Donaldson. Allow Garrett Green to run the football into the end zone. 286 yards in the ground on 50 carries for West Virginia. 24 pass attempts in this game. 50, 50 rushing attempts. That's how West Virginia is going to win games down the stretch. Neil Brown finally got back to, well, surprise, the thing that you were doing that was working still works. Thanks for going back to it. UCF now 0-5 in Big 12 play. West Virginia 3-2 in Big 12 play. And back in the conversation as a dark horse for a Big 12 championship? Question mark? Maybe so. Baylor, Iowa State. Baylor's bad. That's it. That's it. I'm ready. I'm in. Fire Dave Aranda. Fire Dave Aranda. He's not going to get it done. Right now, and he they're not going to fire him this offseason. We're going to look back October 29th of 2024, and it's still going to be fire Dave Aranda. Don't let him hang around like Neil Brown at West Virginia. Don't let him hang around here and, you know, oh, well, Jimbo Fisher. Oh, well, he's he got a lot of money. We got to pay him. Nope. It, it needs to be the end of the Dave Aranda era. Hire Jeff Grimes as the head coach. It's time to fire Dave Aranda. 30 to 18. The team, no energy. Effectively looked like they gave up by the end of this game. They, they look like they gave up at the beginning of the game. And for Iowa State, oh, I love it. 162 yards on the ground. That That is less than I thought they would have against this Baylor defense. It was Rocco Beck, honestly. 31 passing attempts was more than I thought they'd go with, especially with the weather. And he has just stepped up. And I do believe the offense, first-year offensive coordinator, has been molded around what Beck can do. It's tough to say he's one of the best quarterbacks in the Big 12. He's not, but he just fits the role so well to me. I I like watching him. Cortavius Norton as well. Yes, he is football. Iowa State 4-1 and in Big 12 play. See you in the Big 12 championship. Could be you. It's possible. And then Oklahoma State 45-13 over Cincinnati. Ollie Gordon. Mm, gets you some. Dude, he is so fun to watch. 271 yards and two touchdowns. Ollie Gordon's the best player in the Big 12. Who else? Statistically, eye test. It was C.J. Donaldson for me early on. Now it's Ollie Gordon. Don't let Alan Bowman have the ball. Just direct snap it to Ollie Gordon. Alan Bowman's been fine. Much improved from what he was the first few weeks. Uh, But just get the ball to Ollie Gordon. Keep doing that. Keep doing the handoff play to Ollie Gordon. Alan Bowman, great at handing it off. Cincinnati, hit the restart button. Oh, my gosh. 0-5 in conference play, 2-6 overall. Might finish 2-10. Bad. Today's show is brought to you by Athletic Brewing Company near beer. I had a lot of beer this weekend, thanks to Athletic Brewing Company. It was all non-alcoholic beer. Go right now, Sours. They got uh, unbelievable Belgians. You name it. They got it. Athletic Brewing Company. I saw it at H-E-B the other day. Picked up a pack at H-E-B. Athleticbrewing.com. 15% off your first order. Use code locked on. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. What do you say? Come back, please. This has been It Always Will Be. Thanks for making it your first listen every single day. Another wild weekend. Locked on.
Thanks for making it your first listen every single day again. Dose Grande.